Morning show live at Omaha. Toby and Drake back with you. Sooners get one more day off and then they're back on the diamond tomorrow, one o'clock. An opportunity tomorrow with one more win to move into the national championship series. They don't know their opponent yet. They'll find that out today. Texas A&M and Notre Dame will play today at one. The winner of that game advances to get OU tomorrow. The loser is out. We are down to six teams here in Omaha. Texas and Stanford have been sent home. Two more teams will be eliminated today. Uh, Game one, elimination game, Texas A&M against Notre Dame. Game two tonight, elimination game, Auburn against Arkansas. Uh, By the end of the night tonight, we'll be down to four teams. Uh, OU will face... The winner of the A&M-Notre Dame game at 1 o'clock tomorrow. OU needs one win. Their opponent will need two to get to the championship series. Then it'll be Ole Miss tomorrow night against the winner of the Auburn-Arkansas game. Ole Miss needs one win. And uh, either Auburn or Arkansas will need two more at that point. So right now we're staring down the barrel of an OU-Ole Miss national championship series. Um might not happen, but that right, those are the two teams right now with the inside track to uh, to get there. And uh, I don't think we firmly established who we would rather see the Sooners face earlier in the show. Uh, I don't have a strong opinion on that. I, I think my um, I think they're both really good, uh, just in different ways. So we'll see how it plays out. Um, other side of the bracket, I'll be cheering for Auburn to knock out Arkansas today. I've had enough of the woo pig suing around here, Drake. I can uh, that I I'm all for uh college enthusiasm. Um you know, uh, the the uh the chants and the uh the the swaying and the uh all the stuff uh I I'm I'm here for it. It's part of what makes college sports fun. But the woo pig suing just drives me up the ever living wall. No. I, that's the one thing that makes the uh, chalk uh, fingernails on a chalkboard for me. Don't you want Travis Davidson to be happy, though, T-Row? Not particularly. Not if it's uh, <laughs> Arkansas, no. <laughs> I mean, he'll just find another team to latch yeah, on to, absolutely. I would assume, right? Absolutely. Yeah. He'll he'll be down there swaying with the Aggies or uh, uh, whatever uh, Ole Miss does. I don't know what the Rebels do, but uh, – by the no, way, there, uh, there's only so, there's only two teams now 
with uh, matching Pantones in Omaha, by the way, T-Row. That's right. That's right. We sent a Pantone 201C home yesterday. Stanford is out. Oh, very good. Now, I do want to correct one thing uh, that I uh, uh, mistakenly said yesterday about Cade Horton and the draft. Um, Kate, so the draft rule is this. I was educated up yesterday, Drake. If you turn 21 within 45 days of the draft, mm-hmm. then you can participate in the draft. So his 21st birthday actually won't take place before the draft. It'll take place within that window, 45-day window, okay. after the draft. There's the technicality there. And it's right at the edge of the window. Um, you know, the draft used to be in June. And just last year, they moved it back to July, which has worked out to his advantage here if he chooses to use it. Uh, he wouldn't have been in that window when the draft was in June, but he is in that window now that it's in July, which means his birthday must be in September, guessing. I don't know exactly, but it's it's barely in the 45 days. So that's why he is eligible for this year's draft, because his birthday falls in that 45-day window. Which, it it makes a lot more sense for Major League Baseball to be able to get those extra opportunities to scout out those guys within the College World Series, see how they perform on a big stage like that, as opposed yeah. to before. It was a neat thing to be able to watch the College World Series and say, uh, your team drafted somebody that was on one of those eight teams and be able to watch them on that stage and everything. And you would have the draft tracker that would usually play uh, within those World Series games. It was kind of neat, but it, it makes a lot more sense to for teams to be able to have that opportunity just to see how it is. Because, I mean, the, the worst thing that could possibly happen as far as a franchise is concerned, they spend a first-round draft pick on a pitcher, for instance, and then he blows out his arm as uh, first start in the College World Series. Well, uh, true. All that's true. I'm way less worried about the teams yeah. than the no, 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 no. players. Yeah, and it, I, it, players it have just, opportunities oh. to work up their draft stock as well. So, Imagine having an NBA draft in the middle of the NCAA tournament. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It, it was hard. It was distracting. Uh, you know, uh, for example, you remember uh, John Gray. We were with him in uh, Baton Rouge. At the Super Regionals, when he was drafted, what was it, three or four overall by the Rockies? Mm-hmm. Um, he's in the middle of trying to get ready for the biggest start of his life, and the draft is going on. That's a lot, man. Having to feel uh, calls from your agent and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yep, the team and everything. Kyler Murray, uh, we, the OU just got bounced from the regional. They were on the flight home when the draft was taking place, when he got taken by the Oakland A's. So I think it's... It takes, you know, a major life occurrence off the plates of these young men while they are playing in the biggest games of their lives. And so moving the draft back, I think, was a good decision. Um, But it also moved Kate Horton into the window to where he could get drafted this year. And um, that'll be an interesting decision for him. He has certainly pitched well enough over the last uh, three or four starts that he's worked him, what, himself into a, uh, I would think, a high-round selection 
Um, I don't know. I haven't seen projections out there with him in it. I, the, the latest Major League Baseball first-round projection had Peyton Graham in it and uh, no Jake Bennett, no Kate Horton. But that was before his start the other night. Maybe he uh, is a first- or second-round guy now. I don't know. But the other side of that is uh, he is so freshly off Tommy John and just now coming into himself that what if he had a year of being the Friday night guy, the ace under Skip Johnson's tutelage, maybe he's a top ten pick, you know. Maybe he's a maybe he's a top five pick next year. And he's got he's still got leverage. It's not like he loses leverage if he comes back next year. He'll still be uh only a redshirt sophomore. So I would lean toward he's probably gonna go. But I don't think it's a hundred percent. I mean, I think there are advantages to him coming back. Um, but anyway, we shall see. That was a little technicality I got corrected on yesterday. So I, uh, appreciate that. Uh, why don't you hit some more text messages? I feel like we didn't get to quite all of them at the end of the last hour. What else we got uh, from folks out there wanting to chime in? Air Comfort Solutions text line, Dre. Uh, let's see. Uh, good question here. Yeah, I think we left off on the bad text by Carter. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Yeah. Uh, well, I think we uh, left off on the Fire Pete Hughes text. Um, oh, that's okay. Uh, is OU the home team tomorrow on the Air Comfort Solutions text line? I think that de- – I, mean, I would figure that out in my head. I think that will depend on who they play. I think if they play A&M, OU will be the home team. And if they play Notre Dame, they'll be the visiting team. Okay. They try to keep it even. Um, A&M has been the home team twice, and today they'll be the visitors. Notre Dame has been the road team twice, and today they'll be the home team. OU's been one and one. So I think if they uh, if they if they play A&M, they'll be the home team. If they play Notre Dame, they'll be the visiting team. Okay, a long text here on the Air Comfort Solutions text line says, Toby, yesterday you suggested that anyone questioning the outs at third base doesn't watch OU baseball and should consider, quote-unquote, buying a ticket. That statement is as silly as it is arrogant. Sports fans debate and rehash plays, performance, and coaching all the time. If they didn't, we, why would we even have sports radio shows to ridicule people listening to your show and by extension providing you with the platform you have just because some disagree might not be the smartest move. Can't we disagree or have a dialogue without being petty? Who uh, Name? Uh, there is no name on here. Okay. Um, solid text. I would say that my response is also sports radio. My response is also that as the host of this show, I am allowed to disagree with you and tell you to um, uh, that you're wrong. So my uh, I am perfectly aware of what sports radio is and the dialogue and the debate and all that kind of stuff. Um, I get it. And also allow for me to debate back with you and tell you you're wrong if I feel like you're wrong. And in this circumstance, I feel like, if that is your opinion, then you probably have not watched OU baseball very much this year, and I would encourage you and everybody else that is 
excited about this OU baseball team's run to buy a ticket next year. I, I'm not trying to be mean, okay? While it might come off as mean and petty, I've been with this team every step of the way. They have gone into Stillwater and played in front of 7,000 people. They've gone into Fort Worth and played in front of 5,000 every game and Lubbock and played in front of 4,500, 5,000 every game. I've gone into Florida with them where they've played in front of 5,000 fans every game and Virginia Tech where they had a packed house for every game. And I've been in Norman where there have been plenty of games with 200 people in the stands. There is a loyal and small OU fan base for baseball. And I would encourage everyone, get on board. I don't believe that that is necessarily being mean. I'm trying to encourage the fan base to get on board with OU baseball. Um, They're about to go into a conference where every time they go on the road, they're going to be playing in front of packed, wild, and crazy venues. And we need to try to make Mitchell Park that. And so if you're excited about this team's run to Omaha, awesome. Um, I'm glad. Drive to Omaha. Cheer for the team. Uh, be there when they come home. Cheer for the uh, – be there in the hotel lobby. Send them off. Fantastic. And also buy a ticket next year and come out and support this team because not enough people did this year or the year before that or the year before that or the year before that. Um, I am not speaking just to you. I would speak to my own radio station. No offense, guys, but the only host that I saw there this year was T.J. Perry. We are the flagship station for OU Baseball. We do a softball podcast. We are the flagship station for OU Baseball. I don't remember seeing a single other host out there. Now, Parker Thune is here. I don't know if he came to any games at home this year. Maybe he did. I'm not sure. But We've done a lousy job as a fan base, as a radio station, as media, quite frankly, of covering and supporting Oklahoma baseball this year and in recent years. Uh, So I hope that one of the things that happens, many things happen because of this run. hope they can get the stadium renovations going. I hope that it enhances recruiting. And I also hope that it fires up the fan base for OU baseball so that we can make Mitchell Park as daunting of a place to play as Lubbock, as Fort Worth, as Stillwater, as Fayetteville, as Baton Rouge, as Oxford, as Knoxville, as a lot of these other places that OU baseball is going to have to go in coming years and years after that. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings, but if you're been out of shape about a guy getting thrown out at third base, then you have not watched OU baseball this year. Sorry. We'll take a break. Back after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by extreme outdoor equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. If you want your business to be streamlined, much like Reggie Willett says, streamline the Sooner Base running, be sure to call RK Black, 405-943-9800. They've been in business since 1952. 
and they've been offering small and medium-sized businesses in Oklahoma and Kansas the best technology solutions that the world has to offer, or at least that the state of Oklahoma and Kansas have to offer. That includes copiers, faxes, printers, scanners, document management, and also network solutions in addition to many other things. Visit rkblack.com or call them at 405-943-9800. Air Comfort Solutions text line before you go back to the phone lines, T-Row. First, uh, does Bucky have any – does he have a COVID year, T-Row? Any chance that they get any innings from him uh, this College World Series? Talk about uh, a guy's social media who's blown up. Yeah, he was funny the other night. I, I don't know. I do think I've heard Russ Ortiz is headed up here uh, tomorrow. And I don't know about uh, who else is uh, – that's been kind of fun thing to watch. You know, the weekend is one thing. I don't know about a midweek game tomorrow whether we'll have – more because they're deeper in the tournament or or fewer people that are here but um kyler obviously was here for game one uh porter moser was up here for game one uh russ ortiz is coming tomorrow it'll be interesting if they make it to the weekend of the championship series to see if we have some some of that 1994 team or uh some other dignitaries maybe from 2010 i know those guys have all been talking to each other about some of them trying to come up here and uh so that's been really, really neat. Uh, the people complaining are the 1% squeaky wheels. The other 99% are ecstatic. Okay. Uh, oh, there's a couple people asking this question, T-Row. Um, All right. Would you prefer swapping the loser's bracket in the College World Series like they do in the uh, Women's College World Series? Crossover. Um... I don't know that I have a preference. I, I think that the the one thing that <coughs> excuse me, I got a nagging cough this morning, Drake. I apologize. Um, I don't have a mute button on this Comrex either. You think you could install a mute button for me, Drake? Oh, uh, there is a mute button. If you uh, there is yeah, if you hit that uh, the uh, three bar menu on the upper left hand corner. Stand by, everybody. We're doing engineering things mm-hmm. here. Okay. Uh, go I to, got it. Uh, scroll down to audio inputs. All right. And yep. then, uh, yeah, you've got a mute button there. Mute button where? Hang on. Let me put my glasses on, Drake. All right. Should be for each input. This is fascinating radio for all of you out there listening. I don't see a mute button. Mike low, Mike high line. Program and producer. Oh, you know what? Uh, it's on a different – it's – how about we talk to, about this I'm, during yeah, the break? Yeah, yeah, this will be this will be an off the okay. air conversation. What was the question? Uh, oh, uh, cross, swapping cross brackets. Bracket, yeah, I, I don't have a, a major preference. Here's the one thing that doing it this way prevents. You know what we saw in the women's college world series this year, which is a rematch in the championship series. Uh, OU and Texas played. Correct me if I'm wrong, Drake. OU and Texas played in early in the women's college world series. And then they came back and played in the championship series, right? Because they flop sides of the bracket. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. I believe so. So doing it this way prevents a rematch in the championship series. Um, well, I don't know if that's good or not. I mean, you could end up playing a team 
three times on your side of the bracket before you ever get to a championship series. So six of one, half dozen of another. I don't, I don't know that I have a preference. It's the uh, second time I've said six of one, right. half dozen of another today. That's not that? three times it's been said today. Yeah. One per hour. It's quite the mm-hmm. pace you set. Um, T-Row, you're just too casual of a fan to understand Carter's text. <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe so. Uh, he is a lawyer. Sometimes he dives deep on me, and I can't, I can't keep up. Uh, has it been talked about the Notre Dame third baseman <sighs> from uh, Sunday, T-Row? Uh, yeah, there were a couple things that happened with the Notre Dame uh, third base. You had the spike that uh, uh-huh. Peyton Graham got, and then the stare down that he had with the Sooner what dugout. Was that? Did they say anything on TV about what the stare down was about? I was listening to you. Sorry, Tira. Can't um, help you there. I think the uh, the spike was completely accidental. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I assume somebody said something to him as he was trying to catch that pop up over by the dugout and. After he caught it, he stared at him for a second. I, I don't know. I will, if I can remember, I'll try to ask somebody what that was about today. I have not heard any more about that. No. Um, a couple more. Uh, you hit it out of the park, T. Row. Well said. We need more supporters to get behind this baseball program. Thank Kudos you. for the uh, baseball pun while doing that as well. Um, Kyle and Broken Arrow. When fans are engaged. Uh, there will be a debate. Celebrate the eyes they have opened. Otherwise, there wouldn't be opinions coming out of their mouths. Boomer Sooner. That is the one thing, is that you are getting more people coming in. And, yeah. So you're going to have Love more it. opinions. So Yeah. I mean, how many bad football opinions do we get every single day during football season? Uh, I don't think a guy getting thrown out at third base uh, disagreeing with making an out no, no, at no, first no. – uh, no. First or third out of third bases. I'm a, just saying that you're going to have a more volume of opinions the more yeah. popular something gets. Agree. Completely agree. I don't think it's a bad opinion that you shouldn't make the first or third out at third base. That's an old baseball adage. Just explaining to you the way OU plays this year. That's all. Can I take a phone call here real fast? Drake. Yes, Steve's there. Call real fast? Oh, yeah. Steve, good morning. Welcome to the show. Hey, Toby. Um, 85 you grad really just – uh, appreciate what you do. Love listening to you. Thank you, Steve. Um, I didn't get a chance to listen yesterday, but I I wanted to chime in on the, the plays at third base because I I kind of think that we have to kind of separate those two plays. I I think one potentially is a valid gripe and one's not. Obviously, with what Reggie Willis has done with the running game, you know, we're doing it was trying to stretch that thing out. Um, you know, I'm. I'm okay with that, being aggressive. You know, took a chance, got thrown out. Like you've said, they've kind of been aggressive and done that all year. Mm-hmm. The Nicholas play, though, I think there's a valid gripe. And I don't know if you guys have, you know, kind of dove into this. Spikerman. If you, oh, Spikerman, I'm sorry. Yeah. If, but I think if you put the truth serum in Van Hook, he probably just brain farted when that play happened because he's got to be the eyes and ears of that kid and be yelling at him to get back to the base when the ball's loose. And I didn't see him do that. So I think they're, you know, I think people have a little bit of a right to maybe be upset at the coach a little bit in that situation. I get it's a bang-bang deal. He got hit with the ball. Things happen fast. But 
at the end of the day, that's his job to be the eyes and ears of that kid, mm-hmm. um, uh, to be able to, you know, be screaming like crazy at him to get back on the base. And that didn't happen. So, uh, you know, I guess I'm a little grumpy about that play. The other one, it's just, you know, it's baseball. You're trying to stretch it out, make it happen. So I think we kind of have to separate those two things to, to really be fair, not lump them all in together. You know, about two guys getting thrown out at third, you can't have out third base. Right. Okay. Hey, thanks, Call. Thanks for the call, Steve. Appreciate it. Uh, 8.31 in the morning. Let's take a timeout. Winding down a Tuesday edition of the T-Row in the Morning Show live from Omaha. We'll be back. It's the Plank Show with Chris Plank and Josh Helmer. Weekdays from 9 a.m. till noon on your home for Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. Who was it that used to play this every time they came out of the bullpen, Drake? Uh, uh, Steven, uh, somebody out there uh, tweet me or text me. What was the reliever's name? This would have been 2013-ish or so. Lefty used to play this every time he came on out of the bullpen. Steven, golly, tip of my tongue, Drake. Uh, all right. Uh, uh, interestingly spicy couple of days considering how good things are going, Drake. Don't you think? Hasn't it been oh, interesting I, the I, last I, couple of days on this show? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Your opinion on that? Anything? Uh, I like it when it's spicy, T-Row. I like a little spice in life. Absolutely. Um, a little cay- put a little cayenne, a little Cajun seasoning mm-hmm. on there, Drake. Yeah. Maybe a... Jalapeno. Jalapeno, yeah. mixing some habanero. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. No, it, it, has been a, it has been an interesting day. It is very reminiscent of the way that it usually is, even when OU football is winning, that you will have people finding <laughs> things to complain about because we have to have things to complain about uh, uh-huh. in this era of life in general. So, yeah. Well Absolutely. said by you, Drake. Okay, uh, we got Chris Plank next segment. So mm-hmm. let's make sure everybody's opinion gets heard today, and let's well, uh, empty through the text messages <laughs> you got there. I don't know that we'll get through all of these. Okay, we've let's got, do the best we can. We've got a ton. But we did get one call off the air I wanted to get to. Um, he said uh, his name was the blind guy, but uh, he wanted to compliment you on your call of OU baseball. He says that you paint a picture like Da Vinci and that as somebody that grew up listening to <laughs> Vin Scully – uh, for baseball games, you are perfect uh, wow. at calling baseball games. For you. So Thank that, you, Blind. That's as very big nice of a compliment of as you could possibly get. I so. very much appreciate that, yes. Um, let's see here. <laughs> Air Comfort Solutions text line, Lincoln Riley rides a tandem bicycle alone. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, have you ever ridden a tandem bike? Uh, I have not. You seem like a tandem bike. No, 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 not at all. I feel like you and TJ probably have vacation together oh, riding gosh. tandem bikes. Could you imagine TJ and I trying to coordinate that? That would be a nightmare. <laughs> uh, uh, what else you got? Uh, BFC. I didn't see T Road Triggers once uh, during the week prior to their closing. Let's not forget that OU is the only team in America aiming for a championship. Uh, t- during the COVID season, uh, they've been marking for a couple of years. Uh, let's see. As a multi-year OU baseball ticket buyer, I know that many games are played in cold wind that whips uh, through the seating areas. The new stadium renovations need to be able to take 
the wind into account if OU wants to increase the fan attendance in lasting ways. All right. There you go. Uh, let's Drink. see. Yep. Go ahead. <sighs> go ahead. I'm going to bite my tongue. Go ahead. Read the next bite, text. Bite your tongue. I'm biting my tongue on that text message, and uh, I'm asking you to move on to the next text before I say something regrettable regarding the wind in Oklahoma. It's more yeah, fun if you just go ahead and say something uh, regrettable. But uh, Is it going to be windy in uh, Lubbock? Uh, Any idea? Uh, Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I uh, shouldn't have said, it, Why didn't you hurry up and read the next be. text message? It should be windy. Before I, uh, it's going to be windy at O'Brate Stadium and uh, still it might, in, it might. God it might. it. Go ahead, Drake. Uh, Go ahead. Toby, God, this was yes. my first year purchasing Sooner TV. Sooner TV gave me access to all the basketball games that I didn't have in the past. So glad I purchased it this year. I've watched 95% of all the games this year. Moving Sooner Sports TV to ESPN Plus will help baseball more than any other sport at OU, in my opinion. That's from Bobby in Tulsa. Yeah, I think that is a good take, Bobby. Um, it has been difficult to find some of the uh, Bally sports broadcasts for baseball. Um, so to have a consistent place to send people to watch OU baseball games will be uh, very beneficial. So that's a good take by you, Bobby. Unfortunately, that means that T.J. Perry will not be able to watch any game. So he'll go from watching a good percentage to zero percent. I think this Disney cruise will win him over. I think a part of, uh, somewhere along the Disney cruise, he'll be suckered in by Mickey to uh, buy the buy the ESPN Plus package. Uh, Toby, forget the haters, Boomer. Sooner. Chris from Broken Arrow, I couldn't agree more with you, Toby. I love everything OU, and it is definitely hard to get to Norman for all the sporting events. I, however, was able to make it to one basketball game, one gymnastics meet, one college softball game, and two baseball games. I would love to attend more, but it is getting harder and harder over the last year and a half. Gas alone will cost me two of my children. Uh, But, yes, more support definitely needed. They deserve it, Boomer. Well, you live in Tulsa, and here's one thing that I will uh, uh, say on behalf of the fans. they got to get the ticket prices down. Yeah. They, it, it was too expensive to try to go to an OU baseball game this year. Uh, that is one thing that uh, other locations as we traveled, even if it was a general admission ticket or a berm ticket or whatever, you could get in for 5 or 10 bucks, and to have to pay 20 bucks to get into an OU baseball game is too much. So I hope uh, one of the things they do, and I and I've – I've been told it is going to be uh, they are very much looking into trying to lower ticket prices next year going forward. Well, and Sean called off the air and said, uh, talked about he knows a couple of uh, girls that are going to Arkansas this next year, and they were looking at some of the just student ticket prices, just how simple they make it for mm-hmm. their students yep. there. I yep. guess it's $115 flat for to go to every sporting event. And that, that's regardless, that's basketball, that's baseball, football, yeah, you name it. And then all the women's sports are free. Well, that's fantastic. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't it free to get into OU basketball and baseball games this year if you're a student? I know uh, it was basketball. I, I think it Remember, was basketball this year. I, I think it is for baseball, too. I think you just show your student ID and you get yeah. in. Yeah, that I don't I, know. I, I, correct, somebody correct me if I'm wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure that's true. 
let's see. Let's get a few more here. Oh, uh, somebody, OU Psycho called off the air and said this as well, but uh, a text here on the Air Comfort Solutions sex line says, Stevie replayed the third base stare down and concluded that he was looking into the stands at an OU fan that was uh, chattering, not the dugout. Ah, okay. All right. Good good intel. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Uh, somebody texting in about the golfer giveaway. Uh, I'll write down your number. Uh, they play second in the Kyle? golfer giveaway. Kyle and Norman? Uh, I'm assuming so. Uh, is that who had Scotty Scheffler? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Kyle, if you uh, give me a call on the business line, 405-321-1400 here in about 20 minutes, I'll be able to get everything sorted Just out. give me your you. personal uh, cell phone. What's yeah, your personal yeah, 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 cell yeah. phone? 405. Let me look up your number real quick. It, it's probably better <laughs> that they call you. I can just announce that on the air. Um, let's try I to get... I feel like half of them have it already with the text that I get in the oh, middle yeah, of games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Carter does. Uh, okay. We've got a... Uh, <laughs> we've got another text from Carter. It says, serious voice in parentheses, Toby. Okay. The point I was making is that the old fans have been dismissive instead of welcoming to newcomers like myself. I've supported OU all my life and have three degrees from there. It is condescending when the people that have led uh, to 142 fans a game are critical of the new fans. Let's all come together and support this new team during this run no, I get and that. going I, into the future. I get what he's saying. I, I don't think – I think what – the faithful get irritated by. And I'm talking about the fans that have lived and died this all year. They're out there, regardless of whether they're on the road, they're listening to all the games, they love OU baseball, they know the pitching rotations, all that kind of stuff. If somebody's going to come along uh, for the College World Series and jump in, fantastic, that's great. Jump in, be a fan, drive to Omaha, the more the merrier. Uh, we need to grow the OU baseball fan base. There's plenty of room for the casual fans to join and get inspired, and hopefully they will turn into season ticket holders going forward and, and all of that. But if you haven't been along for the whole journey and you don't know how this team plays, then don't jump in here now and be critical of the way they play. I think that is what I'm just kind of at the the tweets and texts that I've seen out there from the Johnny Baseballs of the world and and those guys is you know you you don't know you haven't been here you haven't like I said off the top of the show it would be akin to somebody not watching uh Billy Tubbs basketball team all year and then turning it on in the NCAA tournament and saying why don't these guys just slow it down and run some half court offense that you don't that's not what they do that's not the style they play. That's not what got them here. So uh, I get what you're saying, uh, Carter. It sounds like your feelings have been hurt, and uh, I apologize for that. Uh, there's plenty of room for the new OU baseball fans that are late to the party and are uh, casual observers who are now cheering for OU that they're in the College World Series. Awesome. Jump in. Uh, cheer for them. Turn on your TV, your radio. Drive to Omaha if you want fantastic um that's uh, the more the merrier this is great we love it it is a beautiful thing whenever you can grow a fan base like this and whenever you have a season absolutely it is absolutely you have a team that is easy to 
watch and is fun to watch and is winning at a high level right now. It's it's a beautiful thing for baseball. It's 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 uh it brings a tear to my eye. It's definitely true. Uh anything else you want me to go to a break? Uh that's that's probably it. There's there's a ton of text messages on here uh everybody. Uh We've got 48 unread, so it's nothing personal. I didn't get to yours today. So. <sighs> okay. Well, I got good news for you, Drake. I'm here all week. Well, That's right. Yeah, probably all yeah, week. Either all week. way. Yeah. Uh, maybe, they'll, uh, maybe. Yeah, hopefully all week. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break. Chris Plank joins us to wrap up the show next. Stream at home. Shop the latest ref gear. Read the latest issues of Boyd Street or 19th Street Magazine. And listen to the podcast for your favorite ref shows. Just visit the all-new KREF.com website. My man Plank had my back uh, as we welcome in now the crossover brought to you by the Cleveland County Family YMCA. Stephen Okert was... uh, was the uh, reliever I was looking for. Thank you, Plank. Uh, that, those were the Plank years, right? That's right, man. I love those teams. Garrett Carey at third. You had Bushy Head for a while at short. Didn't Jack Mayfield move over to short after Caleb uh, moved on? I think so. I think that the old school. might or did he be right. Might be those were right. Fun teams. Fun teams. Yeah. I'll never forget. That I'll was the Okert uh, Is era Okert too, right? still in the league? I think he's still in the. I think yeah, he's still. I think so. Yeah, pitching for the Giants, maybe. I think. Yeah, yeah, that was a fun staff. My first game I ever called was Jonathan Gray in Maui, and then game two was Stephen Oker <laughs> pitching on a on a Saturday against Pepperdine. But I'll never forget that year. And they had, uh, gosh, what Hunter Lockwood who came in, and everyone thought he was going to be a star, and unfortunately, it never panned yeah. out. I mean, he ended up uh, getting drafted too after Hunter uh, Lockwood. He was, good, he was a really good player. You. Yeah, but I remember being in Corvallis, Oregon. We were playing. We went on that little swing where they played Oregon a couple times in Oregon State, mm-hmm. and in the third inning, it started hailing. It started hailing in the middle of the game, and no one's running for cover. They're just sitting in the stands while hail is falling, and uh, like literally two minutes later, it stops, and they just they never even paused the game. I was like, "What in the world is going on here?" So, yeah, good times. I'm. And, and again, you know, I don't know why you brought it up to my show was real spicy off the top. Everyone's all mad. You don't make the first and third out at third base. And, you know, I, I mean, I understand that, but you challenge people. And I got I got dudes that are never listening to the station again because we challenged their baseball knowledge. And I calm down. It's, it's not about you. It's, it's about having fun enjoying this game. I mean, that's what this team What's is wrong all with about. People? They, what is going on right now? I don't know. Did I did, uh, no did the TV broadcast um, say that? Oh, you lost that game. I, did that they, was did my they, response. Uh, to everyone, it, yeah. it's like the game was six to two, right? And, and listen, it could have been right. worse if they didn't blow a call on a line drive down the line that was fair. So I don't. I love your analogy, Toby, and this is why. And I'm not just saying this because you're you're my best friend, and and I think you're just the best play by play guy in the world. But your point about Billy Tubbs is the greatest example you could use. I've struggled with it for 24 hours since my show yesterday. I'm like, what? If you suddenly are like, hey, I'm going to get into this OU basketball thing, you watch Billy Tubbs and you call your local radio station and you're guffaw and you're, oh, I don't understand why they don't play four quarters. Shoot, shoot three. 
uh, just get in there and, and, and try to run. That's the great analogy right here because this team is different. And I don't know if you got a chance to play the Auburn coaches cut today. but I did. I played other- it the first hour, but it's been a while, so you might hit it again. Yeah, I mean, they and I forget his name. Butch, is that right? I don't know why I can't remember. Butch Thompson. Butch Thompson, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, he basically came out and said, you know, I'm watching Oklahoma last night, and everybody's crushing them for the first and third out at third, and I'm thinking they're exactly where they need to be. They're creating chaos. They're, they're, uh, I'm paraphrasing. I'm going to play it here in a bit, too. In fact, I'm going to play it every single Being second aggressive. of this show today. Um, but it, and, and what did they do in the fifth inning? They started challenging Stanford. I mean, Stanford was in control of that game last night. It was two zip in the fifth, and their their starter was cruising. And all of a sudden, they started ch- taking some chances. They started, as he said, he's like, "We just started playing goofy." And when they did, it worked for him. Now, there's going to be times when you do dial it back, but for the most part, that hasn't really been necessary. And it's just, gosh, Toby, it's so fun. It's so fun. What are you going to do with your second day off today? Uh, going to practice this morning, nice. and then I think I would like to go over and uh, watch a game or two today um, as a non-broadcaster. If I can find a booth, then I'll do some work and watch. But if not, I might just go see if I can find a seat in the stands and have a corn dog so cool. and just take in a baseball game um, because well, these are two – elimination games today is going to be a lot of drama. I just got a hunch. You know, we haven't had a game yet that's been closer than four runs. Played eight games here, and there haven't been – it hasn't really been a late-inning walk-off or ninth-inning drama or anything like that. I feel like that's going to change today. I got a hunch. So I I would like to get over there and uh, find a place to do some work and watch some baseball today. That's my goal. I know we only have a minute left, but do you have a preference, Notre Dame or A&M, who you want to see tomorrow? I've gone back and forth. Drake and I have been debating this all morning. I don't think I do. I think A&M is the more dynamic team, but Notre Dame is definitely much more disciplined and buttoned down. And, you know, A&M will kick it all over the yard and give you some freebies and things like that. And Notre Dame's not really that way, so – I don't know. I've gone back and forth. I don't think I have a preference. I would just assume, yeah, see, like, just from a fan base perspective, fine with me if the Aggies go home. But as far <laughs> as who's better for OU to play, I, I don't I don't know that I've decided on that. No. What about you? I agree. Uh, I think I'm with you. I, I, I want to right. see A&M go home, but I'm not going to complain about Notre Dame. Chris, have a great show today. Thanks, Toby. Have a great day, bud. Thank you to you fine folks for listening. Agree or disagree, I appreciate it. We'll do it again tomorrow. Have a great Tuesday, everybody.